Hey, good evening guys. This is Saul from Saul's Life Matters here and we're doing something a little different. We're doing Saul's Updates. This is the part of the podcast where, uh, you know, I give you my little update on something that's going on and uh, something that I feel like uh, kind of matters. For example, Zach Randolph selling weed. Sup with that? Um, the guy just signed a two-year contract with the Kings worth $24 million. Uh, they also impounded two vehicles, found two guns on them. He's hanging out with some 43-year-old guy. And they said that they... Alright, so they used intent to sell when they arrested him because of the amount of weed that he had in the vehicle with him. Now, let's all remember, you know, he got drafted by the, you know, Trailblazers uh, back in 01. And, uh, you know, this isn't his first uh, brush with uh, the police and uh, marijuana. Um, man, I just, you know, come on, man. Let's just be smarter. Let's be smart about this. You're, you're a professional. You know, what are you doing hanging out, you know, for the most part in the projects with a couple guns and... Got, you know, they haven't disclosed how much, you know, how much marijuana he had in, in, in the car, but, you know, bro, stay at home. Like, you know, let the party come to you, whatever. I mean, or do you, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I you know, I, I'm for the legalization of it all, um, if, if you guys didn't know already. But, uh, you know, we got to be smart about it. Things like, you know, Things like this, situations like this, give it such a bad name and give it such a bad rap. It's already got a bad stigma. And, you know, it's it's a shame. Um, personally, you know, I, I think it does a lot of good medicinally. Um, and I don't think it does any harm recreationally. I, I feel that drinking alcohol is far more detrimental to your health and, and body than smoking weed. But that's just me. Um, and, you know, hopefully we're working on changing that and Morgan and Morgan's on that as well. Holla, Bernardo. <laughs> but um, seriously, Zach Randolph, what's up with that, man? I'm caught, you know, with intent to sell, a bunch of weed, couple guns, some old dude. Uh, he's better than that. Um, anyways, on to a more local uh, sub date. Hitting on UCF and uh, a couple frat houses here. Um... You know, not everything is uh, cherries and roses, and uh, you know, not everything is butterflies and unicorns here in Orlando. Uh, sometimes, you know, in a real life, real world situation, kind of things happen. And unfortunately, uh, UCF, as I got, you know, a couple fraternities here under some rape investigation. It's ridiculous. Uh, Alpha Tai Omega over here got a pair of 22-year-olds. Uh, a victim claims he or she didn't say was sexually abused at a frat party last month. Um, you know, I'll speak from my personal experience when I was at school and um, I had a couple close friends that were in some were, were in a frat, and uh, you know, unfortunately, I, I've kind of seen some of that behavior uh, from afar or second witness type, you know, and it and it sucks, you know, you, you kind of see the environment that some of these kids, you know, that they're in or, or that they create. For themselves, and um, it's kind of disturbing. I mean, I, you know what? I mean, like full disclosure. I know for a fact, you know, during some of these hazings and, and, and some of these uh, ritual and initiation type uh, type of things, you know, these guys are like drinking piss. You know, like this like piss and shit stew. I, 
and I, you know, it's out of, it's crazy, the stuff that these people go through just to join a frat, you know, just to hang out with a group of guys, uh, you know, sup with that, like, I'm not gonna pay some people, you know, me personally, a bunch of money to hang out with them, you make friends in college, and you form, you know, those lifelong bonds, not through having to pay uh, some sort of fraternity or something. I'm not knocking it though. You do make a lot of connections, and, and I understand that. I, I know that's part of the that, that's really part of the bigger picture there. But it's tough. It's a tough thing. I mean, you got to tell me I got to drink pee to hang out with you guys, and maybe hopefully down the line get an awesome job. All right, man. Maybe I might drink a little pee, <laughs> depending on the job. Uh, we'll be right back with some more of uh, Saul's updates. Hey guys, welcome back to Saul's Life Matters uh, podcast, Subdates style. Um, <laughs> left you guys with a with a little bit of a you know what, a little bit of a question. Would would you would you drink pee? Would you eat a pee? <laughs> would you drink or eat a, a pee shit stew? To, to join to join a, a special group there a group, a group of friends a fraternity there that is the question of the hour right now um, you know but back to the more serious matter at hand here alpha Tai Omega here us you know these two kids um, lots of drugs lots of alcohol no uh, no kind of moral supervision at this point you know and now you pretty much give these fraternities a bad name. Um, the other three, there's four total. Alpha Tau Omega is, you know, one of them. The other three are Lambda Theta Phi, Lambda Theta Alpha, and Theta Chi. And I'm putting them on blast. Uh, you know what, guys? Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of friends uh, going to UCF. I have a lot of friends that went to UCF. You know what? If you are involved in, in with any of these frats, or if you were thinking about joining them, you know, don't and and, and step away and step up for what's right. Um, you know, things like this being sexually abused anywhere is disgusting and it's wrong. And uh, the fact that it happens at a at a at an institution of education, you know, a university uh, where you know you should be one of the safest places uh, that, that that you could be at. So UCF, sup with that. Uh, next uh, next update. Um, which is kind of nuts. I mean, it's yo. We're entering the future here. Uh, Daytona police, uh, the chief of police, actually, uh, Craig Capri, he is introducing two drones, and they're going to be ready to use, uh, ready to be used by the end of the year. Two drones to, uh, to the to the Daytona police force. Um, matter of fact, and I'll get a picture of these things up on uh, on my Facebook page. If you haven't had a chance, go ahead and check it out. It's uh, Facebook. It's Saul's Life Matters. Um, you know, leave me a little message, comment, like, share it. Got a lot of, I, I try to put up a lot of interesting things and uh, local things happening in Orlando. But, um, yeah, they're ready to use that. And, uh, I guess the thing that got me wanting to give them a little sup with that was, uh, his reasoning for it. Um, about a month ago, they found a body out in Daytona, out, out in, like, a field somewhere. It was Navy veteran Harold Contrell. And uh, he says that these drones are going to be used for finding missing people and and uh, also finding fires and helping to fight fires. Um, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Uh, two drones essentially flying around the sky, you know, up in the air, 
recording everything you're doing, everything that's happening in that area. Now they said that they're not going to be recording things. The only thing they're going to be, the only things they'll be recording and taking pictures of are crime scenes and things like that, you know, of that nature. But what's to stop them from, you know, pretty much going rogue and doing whatever they want with these drones? Now I admit it's a huge help for law enforcement. I could, I see the pros, you know, a hundred percent. But uh, when does it become maybe an invasion of privacy, you know, and, and, and when does it become something sort of like an entrapment situation, you know, and, and pretty much you can't be doing anything. I mean, this is like literally, this is Big Brother really happening. You know, I, I had my last podcast on technology and uh, they pretty much taken over, you know, machines taken over. This new McDonald's is getting remodeled. They're putting kiosks in so you don't even talk to the people. They're taking away our jobs. You're not even talking to these people anymore. Um, you know, so why not? Law enforcement has to keep up. You know, they, crime crime is, is techn- and, and technology are, are you know, obviously ad- advancing. Law enforcement has to keep up. So, you know, let me know what you guys think about these uh, these drones that they tone of, they tone of uh, police are trying to, you know, use and bring in. That, well, that they will bring in. Um, kind of crazy. Let me know what you think about the uh, technology stuff, too, as well. You guys get a chance to uh, call in whenever you'd like and uh, drop a message. Uh, Saw's Life Matters, doing a little sub-dates. Uh, they tell the police, crazy drones, sup with that? Uh, we'll be right back with uh, another quick uh, sub-date for you. A little bit, uh, a little bit of Trump style. Hey guys, welcome back to Saul's Life Matters uh, Subdates. Uh, quick, you know, kind of a new thing I'm trying to do here with the podcast. Maybe give you guys a different, uh, you know, just different sides of Saul's Life Matters. <laughs> um, I said I was gonna come back and hit you with a little bit of a Trump update here. Um, if you if you haven't heard by now, and if and if you don't know what's going on, um, you're living under a rock. Uh, nuclear war has started. North Korea is gonna attack us. We're all gonna die. Ah! No. Um, you know what? Though I'm not too far off, and that's the scary thing. It's the crazy thing. Um, I can't believe that um, we've gotten to this point. You know, we got old Trump, Trump and his Twitter fingers getting all antsy and. You know, so North Korea is apparently trying us, like they always do, you know what I mean? They're sitting here and it's like, hey, 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 look at me, look at me, I'm North Korea, I got missiles now. You know, I mean, we get it, we get it, we get it, you know, but it's like, come on, we never, they know better, let's put it that way. You know, they've never tried it, not even while George W. was in office, did they did they try anything close, you know. Did they try anything close to that? And neither was I ever worried that North Korea would attack any kind of U.S. province or, you know, military base. Anything like that. Not when George Bush Sr. was there, not with Bill Clinton, not with, you know, George Bush, you know, George W., not with Obama. You know, nothing. I was never worried. Like, war was not imminent in my head and now we got Trump firing back with his fire and fury speech which if you haven't heard 
sounds just as ridiculous, you know, coming out of his mouth as it did coming out of my mouth. But I get what he's trying to say. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking, you know, American patriotism here or whatever. I, I get it. Like, and, and the, you know, that's part of the reason why I'm kind of not really worried, and I'm, I've got this, uh, you know, this jovial tone and attitude about this uh, topic here. Like, Trump, suck with that, man. You know, after his fire and fury speech, whatever, North Korea responds with, there's, hey, we got, we got four missiles that we're ready to just shoot over Japan to hit right in front of Guam. Uh, I mean, they're saying these, these things will be ready by mid-August. Uh, Guam's governor said that it's a million to one odds that any of that's going to happen. And, you know, just another quick fact. Japan said, you know, that they would shoot down anything that's be, that would be flying over in their airspace. You know, any kind of missiles or anything like that. So, yes, it's a crazy, tense situation to think that war would be started over, you know, Twitter and, you know, two guys with bad haircuts and you know, little hands and, you know, Napoleon Syndrome on one end and the other guy, geez, I don't even know what, just the most narcissistic orange thing I've ever seen in my life. It's ridiculous. And we're talking, I mean, we're talking nuclear war here. We're talking missiles. We're talking, Guam's got a a U.S. military base there, 200,000 U.S. civilians. You know, and this guy, it, it's and they're playing with these lives. They're toying, you know, with, with these lives. Like, how, how crazy it is. How crazy is it to think, you know, that this man is, is crazy enough to just send over missiles and destroy, kill a bunch of innocent people that have never done anything. And it's crazy to think that, oh, well, it's just the casualties of war. It's sick. It's sick that these world leaders... You know, they're here, they're, they're supposed to protect us, and instead they're putting us right in the middle of it. Right in the middle of harm's way. Really think about it, man. Like, what is this all about? Ego? We're gonna start nuclear war over ego. It's fucking disgusting. I'll be right back with something a little more lighthearted. Suck with that. Hey guys, welcome back to Saul's Life Matters updates. I uh, want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Um, want to thank my anchor family out there and uh, for all the shoutouts and all the love. Um, real quick, just the last update: uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not, uh, located at 8201 International Drive. If you haven't had a chance to go check it out, or if you haven't seen it, um, if you're ever out on I Drive. It's that one building that's like upside down and sideways or whatever and you know it's it's funky looking. It's it's pretty freaking cool. You know, I mean whatever. Either way, if you're a tourist or not, it's still something cool to see. And honestly, it's getting even cooler to go check this place out because pretty soon on display they are going to have some pretty freaking awesome movie history items here, like super famous. Uh, things. Uh, for example, 
Luke Skywalker, uh, Mark Hamill's original lightsaber used in the Empire Strikes Back, they paid $450,000 for this thing. Four five zero comma zero zero zero. Sup with that? That is bananas. Um, you know what? But probably worth every penny of it because with the Star Wars convention on iDrive, uh, MegaCon, um, all those, all those other, you know, those spooky conventions, everything like that. You know, it brings it brings everybody out, um, and you know, chances are most of those. Most of the people attending these uh, conferences um, and things like Megacon are also fans of Star Wars and would pay to go see, you know, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber from The Empire Strikes Back. I mean, $450,000. Crazy. Um, I don't know how much these next items uh, they paid, how much it cost them to bring, but I think they're also just as cool. Um, like I said, get a chance, go on Saul's Life Matters on Facebook, and I've got pictures of these things up um, already there so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, they have George Reeves' um, George Reeves's original Superman suit. I'm talking about the original Superman show from back in like, you know, the 60s or whatever, black and white, then in color. George Reeves, the actor, I think, what, he, he was it suicide at the end of his career? But anyways, they have his Superman suit. That's soon going to be up on display. Me, personally, Superman is my favorite comic character, has always been since I was a kid. I threw my Superman action figure out of my apartment window. We were on the fourth floor when we lived in uh, over in uh, Riverside Drive in Manhattan, and just thinking it could fly, the action figure. Um, but yeah, so you could you could only imagine, you know, I started crying and just heartbroken when it was like shattered to pieces on the ground. Uh, but anyway, Superman's original suit is going to be there with the undersuit, muscle suit. Looks extremely uncomfortable, but I think it'd be kind of cool to see. And all you Trekkie fans out there, uh, they have the bridge engineering console used in movies like... Uh, Star Trek, was it First uh, First Contact? Uh, I think it was Star Trek 9 with Insectum or something, and Star Trek 10 Nemesis. I forget the names of these. I think uh, 10 is definitely Nemesis there, but they've got the uh, bridge engineering console. You can check that picture out there on, uh, on my Facebook page if you want. But, um, you know, Orlando making some moves, man. Kind of cool. I like it. Bringing some cool things and some cool movie artifacts here. Uh, wish they'd start doing something about the film industry here in Orlando. Shout out to Omar for that. He knows what I'm talking about. Um, I said it before, Atlanta's booming with that. I got a buddy up there right now. He's doing awesome. Um, but yeah, also just in a, in, in a few short months, hopefully, they'll have these items ready to display over at Ripley's Believe It or Not down on iDrive. So check it out. You know, Let me know what you guys think if you uh, go out there. Uh, always, if you have the Anchor app, just call in, leave a message. If you don't, check me out on iTunes and Google Play and everything else that you could download a podcast on. All you got to do is type in Saul's Life Matters and uh, hit subscribe. Super easy to do. Uh, check me out on Facebook. I keep saying it. But, um, you know, I got some neat stuff on there. Straight Street Orlando, want to give them a quick shout out too. Uh, always feeding the, the less fortunate. Tuesdays and Sundays at 6 o'clock, guys, at St. George's Cathedral. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll wrap it up here. Sup with that.